0: It is 8.03 on Wednesday night, and it's Nisim and Simcha on
1: J-Root Radio. Simcha and Nisim. Simcha, Simcha knows, and the technician. Is,
0: no, no, no. You know something? Because like Rocha was a technician. Uh, no, <laughs> that's what we know. The that we know. So the technician is not them. And it's Wednesday night, and I am so happy to be on the radio. You know something? The Mesilla Yisharim says, Loko Loko Fetzi It's a person could want his whole life to do a mitzvah and doesn't get the opportunity. I it's such a zahoot and such a, a privilege for me to be on the radio and I'm not always able to to get myself here and it kills me. I really it upsets me. And when I'm here I appreciate so much being here and I appreciate so much the fact that I'm able to be here and I'm 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 welcome here and and I appreciate fact that I have people that I can speak to, and it's 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 a big zichut, especially right before Kabbalah Torah and special days. And I just wanted to give a shout out to all the bnei Torah, all the pe- all the the Shiva, yeshiva, all the avreche kolel, and all the yeshiva boys. This is your holiday. This is the simcha of you. You know what, every day is Shavuot for you. Every day is Kavalei HaTorah for you. Every day. We live based on your Vigita Voyoman in And your learning keeps the world alive for us. And that's really my simcha of Shavuot. When you have the Shivot full of B'nai Torah all year round, learning and learning in the summer camps where people are learning. It's an unbelievable thing. An unbelievable thing. How much, it, how much it affects us and how much it, it changes us as a people. And it's just not just about cheesecake.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I heard in mashal. Yeah, that there was a king. He had a daughter. Everybody knew he had a daughter, but no one ever saw her. He was very different. He never allowed his daughter to go out in public. So people... Started talking and speculating. Maybe she's not well. Maybe she's ugly. Maybe she's 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 deformed. And and, and it became rumors. And no matter what, you know, most monarchs would parade their children. And, and and you know, like every two weeks, People Magazine has like the ugly little babies from England. And and, and, <laughs> and you know, and 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 and. But he never. So comes a time. He announces, my daughter is looking for a suitor, somebody to marry her. Who's willing to marry He goes to the countries. And all the big countries very politely say, you know what? We don't have any children at the age. You know, we don't have any princes that are looking to get married. And they all bow out and, and they, because they say like, you know, hey, listen, she never came to any state affairs. So there's one little island nation that says, you know what, you've been a Wonderful sovereign to me. You've taken care of me. You've you've supported me. As I was living in your shadow all this time, out of loyalty, I'm gonna. You know, my son will marry your daughter. So the kid says, but dad, you know, who knows? Maybe she's crazy. Maybe she's 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 not well. She comes to the wedding, and he stands there. He sees she's very beautiful. He says, okay, she's beautiful, maybe she's deaf or dumb. Maybe she gets underneath the chuppah. He sees she's intelligent. Not only is she intelligent, she's the most wonderful companion you can ever imagine. So on the first anniversary of his wedding, he says to his father, he says, you know, I didn't enjoy my wedding. I was there because my father told me to go to the wedding and I didn't know what I was getting into. I thought I was stepping into a big hole. It was after one year of being married. I see I could have never had a life without this wife. If you make me another wedding? This one, I'll get dressed for in the morning and I'll be prepared and I'll be excited and I'll be jumping around. I'll run to the wedding with happiness and I'll go to the wedding with dancing. That's Shavuot. Yeah. That's Shavuot. When we accepted the Torah, if we would have known what it would have meant for us as a nation, then we wouldn't have needed We wouldn't need Hashem to push us. We would have been there waiting months before. Now, now we count 49 days to get there because we can't wait. So that's, that's Shavuot. It's time for us to like really, really be excited about our relationship with Hashem.
1: Yeah, Bo Hashem, you know what? It's really, you, you're 100% right about it. And that, uh, you know, in the famous story about uh, sitting and learning all night. that. With the, you know, the, the, Ma- the yeah, Malachim. the Malachim, yeah, yeah. it's uh, unbelievable. You know? It's
0: unbelievable. It's unbelievable, but it's believable because anybody, now to coming out with all these, all these theories of how un, how, how there's really no laws of nature. There's really what we see and what we understand is so little of what really is.
1: We don't understand nothing nothing but uh, one thing that I can tell you that because we're dealing here with so reliable people that it's uh, impossible that it would be like stories you know right. you know right. faking you know it was and the first night was six people yes. six, six more people. this hashovim a rabbi that, that uh, didn't uh, I don't know the geniuses uh, unbelievable yeah and the most you know reliable people, and then the second night it's come, it's happened, it's uh, 10 people was over there. Right. So uh, you, you cannot say that somebody is, uh, he, he went to the cave and he get, uh, uh, getting some information from, uh, you know. But, the-
0: but you know what? Matan Torah itself. Do we think that the people that stood at Matan Torah were so different than us? They were the same flesh and blood. They were the same dumb They were the same. There's, they were, they were. Their souls were more attuned to see these things. You know when, when you go to a gadol, when you go to a a a a of the Torah, and they look at things and they see things. They see things differently. They see things with the clarity of Torah. They're looking at the same thing that we are, but they see it differently. They see it through the eyes of Torah. It's just, a, it's not and you know what you know what when I was in yeshiva we used to have a Chaburah voice boys that they have these Kohinors those little those little notebooks so we used to each carry one around and every time we felt Yad Hashem during the week we'd write it down On Thursday night after Mishmar we'd sit and we'd tell each other our stories and by the end of that whatever however many hours we were all so, we felt so close to Hashem. Because if we would just look on a daily basis. How many times we feel Hashem just right there next to us. Just right there. It's, it's just, it's not. I heard a story. Yeah. Very close friend of mine. He figured someone said, there's this very, very big guy. Call him up. Maybe he'll he'll do business with you. So the guy has a 1-800 number. He calls up a random. He starts talking to one of the telemarketers. And he starts getting her interested. And she says, you know what? Give me your number. She gives her a number. So four weeks later, he gets a phone call. Hello? guy says, hello? Who is this? And it's this guy, this famous, famous guy. He goes, I don't know, I got your number. I, oh, my, I called the wrong number. That was a mistake. I was supposed to be calling somebody else. But you're on my call list. Because well, once I got you on the phone, what do you want? It's like I told him, I want this, I want that. He gave his idea, and they just signed the contract. A year later.
1: Whoa. Mistake. I want. to tell you, It's no. First of all, we no don't make mistake. No mistake. No mistake. No, mistake. <laughs> no no mistake at all. You know. I just uh, yeah, uh, Two days ago, was you know I was sitting here, and we uh, we had, we had the, uh, uh, you know I had a guest here, a boy. You know, with, with kind of uh, you know every boy has a, some kind of issue, and as we we sitting here next to me, and suddenly we get you know the more, uh, more High Weinberg and start on, and unbelievable it's like somebody called a person with the question that this is like fit wow to the question that the the, the guy was here I, I I almost jumped from the chair I didn't well, you know they, they they was the guy the guy was sitting here and they got the answer it's and it's un, un, and no, nothing is coincidence nothing, nothing, nothing is nothing,
0: coincidence nothing. you know it says Hashem Kerf I we blink our eyes approximately 200 times a minute. And that's how we clean our eyes. When do we realize how many times we blink? When we have dirt in our eyes. Yes, Heref Ayn is Hashem's constant, constant presence without us realizing. It. He's there all the time. Ah, when we have a problem, we learn that oh, we we'll wait for him. Oh, there he is. No. He was there all the time. He was there he was taking care. It's just when we need it, we, we, that's when we realize it. Anyways, our call-in number is 718-683-5858. You can text in at 347-927-8396. And you can listen to us live at 712-432-4217. And this is Simcha Cohen. And this is Nisim. And we're talking about Shavuot things. Anyways, do we have a caller? How are you? You're on the air. Hello. Um, I really didn't think I would get through. So okay. I well, like I surprise, really like surprise. To get, I'm just gonna tell you, thank you so much. I really enjoy your show, and I learned so much from it. Thank you so much for calling, and thank you for telling me because it gives me a chizik. I appreciate the call. Hi, you're on the air. Not anymore. You know what? The, 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 I, I love it when kids call and, and do that. When people call and do that. And they say thank you and they appreciate Hi, you're on the air. You will be in a second. Anyways. We're going to take a call. Okay. Not yet. Anyways. So. Who, who, who. Who likes milchik Shmoo? <laughs> I'm joking. Anyways, I think that I think that the question is: person stays up all night and then falls asleep during davening. That's a question that I have. And I, I don't know. I find that sometimes it's it's better if I sleep a little bit than stay up all night and then fall asleep during davening. But is very early, so you never know. But uh, anyways who would think it's it was just Pesach and the summer's coming and everybody's going away for camp and it's going to be it's going to be quiet in the city and uh, it's going to be very exciting let's take a call Nisu
1: <laughs>
0: Anyway. alright let's take a call maybe Anyways, you're on the air. Hello. 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 You're on the air. Yes, yeah, me. You. How are I you? I was wondering. I was ashamed, Wondering why we eat cheesecake and Uh We eat cheesecake. We eat yeah. milchiks because because Kabbalists Torah they ate milchiks before. It and because it's pure and because it's good i mean i like cheesecake (laughs) cheesecake is very good it's fattening um the truth is the truth is that every jewish holiday is ends with eating because hashem is showing us that that being a jew is not about is not about anything except for enjoying yourself and when you take a piece of cheesecake which to somebody else is just a piece of cheesecake, if you eat it on Shavuot, it, it actually becomes holy, <laughs> very holy and fanning, and high in cholesterol, but it becomes, you could take anything, and you could elevate it, by, 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 by using it for Hashem, and that's, that's really the bottom line, That, that that's the bottom line, um, and that's the that's that's why it's it's I mean it depends who's cheesecake some some people's cheesecake is not so holy but uh, in, in in Israel the cook used to make cheesecake and she didn't really she she it was an, an Israeli cheesecake that she made with Israeli cheese and when someone made an American New York cheesecake she took like two spoons and she almost had a, a heart attack from the heaviness you know it was she said this isn't a cheesecake cheesecake it's like you know with katefe, with like yeah. a little this was like one spoon <sighs> this
1: you know it's amazing when you come to, for example when you come to america i couldn't eat the fruits in the beginning right you know it was like tasteless totally and uh, when you hit come from israel everything like sweet and the only place that I really, really uh, uh, found unbelievable the fruits and the, the the food, the more or less taste the same Mexico, really Mexico and Panama. You know, a uh, the different you know the different farms. The I different just think farms. that that the the vegetables,
0: the tomatoes and the vegetables here you have hot house tomatoes, they, they they grow them in, in greenhouses. That uh, but in, in Israel, when I was in Israel, we're talking about 27, 28 years ago. That was before even like the the agricultural revolution of like mass production, and when we used to buy vegetables from Mahane Yehuda, talking about farmers used to schlep their vegetables in, and we're talking about you know Yad that was it was just like not not normal, and the Arabs used to come by and sell, and it was just it was just uh, uh, unbelievable. During the Shemitah year, they used to sell 50-pound bags of oranges for like two shekels. It was like it was like unbelievable. But uh, listen, nothing like Eretz's show, that's for sure. That 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 is for sure. But uh, anyways, oh yeah, I miss when when I talk about it. I miss it so much. But Mirzah uh, Shem, Mirzah Shem, Mashiach's gonna come. We're all gonna get there. So what do we want to talk about? The number to call in is 7186-835-858. Call and tell us what's on your mind, kids. You know we had as recently we had a lot of teenagers that were calling in, telling us certain situations. Um, you know we welcome your calls if you have anything that you want to ask or talk about.
1: It's Regents now time, no? Oh yes, Regents. Regents, Regents. Testing. testing. It's always a big
0: question. Cheating on the Regents. Oh, this
1: is a big question this
0: is a big question and when I was a teacher I taught Hebrew in a certain yeshiva I'm not going to say and I gave a chabura it was mevusas and Ramayish's tshuva I gave a chabura it was 11th grade class on cheating on the regions, and the the maskana was it's gnevat dat. so my alumish class collectively informed me that there's a very good chance that they're gonna cheat on the regents. So they're no longer being gone my dot. <laughs> <laughs> so I told him, but who says it's my dad that you're being gone? The maskana is it's the dad of everybody and anybody that that assumes that you got your diploma based on a regents degree. Yeah. So if you get a job based on your diploma that you got with the regents, and they assume that you passed the and you really cheated on it. So this is going to have a dot. I said, but my dad is another I've I've d I said, if it's up to me, I'm Mochel. So you shouldn't go to Ghana. But, but it was very interesting. Turns out, I got from where they didn't cheat afterwards. From my, my class didn't cheat. And they actually did better on the regents than the other class. And it was, it was historic. Because I taught the weaker class. And the principal thought that I cheated.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> he thought that
0: <laughs> I rigged the grades. But I didn't.
1: I didn't. You know? <laughs> I don't want to say. something. No, don't say. I found it very, you know, unbelievable. <laughs> that a be momo posel. You know, uh, this is sometimes, you know, it's so, you know, we, we had, uh, last week, you know, I spoke, it, uh, I spoke about it uh already but uh, last week we had emergency from one of the issues here about all the idea of internet and i really uh, agree 100 percent about the filtering the telephone and all right, this right. stuff this is no question and the, the the rabbi spoke about it and he spoke about you know that right. you, know, you, know, you know that And, uh, you know, a beautiful working uh, masterpiece of talking. And uh, at the the end, I I just, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't resist. I I asked, dear Rabbi, I really want to ask you something. How many people stay in shul in the end of Alenon Shabbat? Oh, my. Are we really behemoth, behemoth, uh, feeling that... You know, right. it's an, it's, it's, are you really? We really? You know? And, and this, is the, this is the biggest question about but how we apply to our children and to ourselves what are we, be met want to be? Right. Or just we blah, blah, blah. And nothing coming through, you know? This is my biggest question to all of us, not to myself. I think that, you know what? To, my, to myself, how are we, are we talking, uh, you know? I was, I was talking to my daughter. She was learning about Shimshon.
0: And I told her one of the greatest lessons of Shimshon was when his father was told he was going to have a Nazir. And he said, how are we supposed to raise a Nazir? And the answer was you'll have to conduct yourself with the restrictions of Nazirut. And this way, your child will see and will learn the way of life of a an Nazir. And if we don't see this, that our children are carbon copies of us, then, 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 then we have to see. If we're happy, our kids will be happy. If we're satisfied, our kids will be satisfied. If we're fetching and complaining and disgruntled and upset, our kids will also. If we sit and we compromise everything to sit like a shlob in front of a TV set, and that's all our whole week focuses around, they'll do the same thing. And if we walk out of shore, our kids are going to do the same thing.
1: Yeah, this this is the, the thing. That's really the big, big question. Are we, you know, are we coming home? And, you know, talking about, you know, bring... Uh, I see people coming, bring the, the, to the shul the phone. Or, right. you know, in the middle of a conversation, answer the phone. You know, and this is also applied to me. In my show, there is a strict
0: rule that is enforced that is not allowed. And, 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 and the... Oh, you know, Duff and someone who has children at home, and maybe his wife needs him or something. But otherwise, but if I I have my phone in case my wife calls, but I won't pick it up, and she'll ever, ever, I'll walk out and I'll take the phone. I'll call right back. But uh, but you know that the other thing is how silly am I? And I say myself because I don't want to criticize anybody else. I want to say that I'm also heavy at Sahara. If I see an important phone call coming in, that I think it's an important phone call, and I'm in the middle of davening, I think it's going to be a matzliach phone call if I answer it now. That's like pretty dumb. <laughs> that's pretty dumb. Because is going to give me Hatzlacha if I answer this during davening. So, you know what? I heard, I believe it was a story that was told by Hamavad Yosef when he came to Yeshiva of Kings Bay many, many years ago. He told the story of one of the big dole Bavel, And they asked him what the greatest mitzvah he ever did in his entire life.
1: Whoa, be a big question.
0: And you know what he said? I prayed, Mincha. Huh? He said, I do it every day. He goes, no, I'll tell you what. Because there was a merchant that was impossible to get an appointment with him. You have to wait six, seven months, and maybe, maybe he would see you. And you had to have hijos and you had to have this. He goes, I had an appointment with this guy. I waited one year and two months to get to see this guy. And I'm in his office and I'm waiting. And it got to 10 minutes And I had to run. And I ran to Tzvi And I prayed. And I came back. And I missed my appointment. And that was it. I never got to see him again. That was the biggest, hardest mitzvah I ever did. And well. that, but what he said afterwards was, and if you think I lost money, he said, I didn't. Because the money that I would have gotten missing mincha would have had no kiyum. It would have had no kiyum Because it would have been based on bad priorities. And, and that's, that's... There was a story when I was in Israel in Mechemet Shlom Galil that there was a soldier in a jeep and his tefillin Fell out of the jeep, and he wanted to jump out of the jeep because feeling in his in his in the group said no, and they fought him, because with the Israeli army they have to keep their coordinates and have to travel with precision exactly how it is, and they said said if we stop and we go and you run back, then we're gonna we're gonna miss our appointment to the next post, and and the uh, stories where jeeps were not on time, and they got. Well, he said, I don't care. He jumped out to go back and get his feeling as he picked it up, a mortar shell hit the Jeep. And and fatally wounded two of the people in the Jeep. And wow. the, the shell hit his seat. Whoa. So we think no. We stop we we know one thing. We do Darach Hashem, we do what Hashem wants, this is the right thing to do. At that given moment, that's the switch you have to switch. You have 10 switches in front of you, they're all blinking, red, bright, green. The one that says HaTorah, that's the one. And you think, no, but the green one looks like that. Green, green means go. No, don't be fooled. Don't be fooled, that's the one you gotta switch. Okay, let's take a call. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? good. My sister, she's 13 years old, and she always bothers me. She makes it like she's my mother. How old are you? Me, nine. Nine. Okay, so let me tell you something. That's very common, but when your sister's going to be 19 or 20, she's going to be, God willing, getting married, and you're going to be her younger sister, and you're going to get a lot of attention, and she's going to you're going to be her best friend. You're going to help her get ready for chassa. And Then when she has her first baby, God willing, you're going to be the aunt that buys the kid everything. So being three years younger than your older sister has a lot of benefits coming up. So don't worry. It's going to be really good, okay? Okay. But she, she, right now, she makes it like she's in charge of me. Because she cares about you. Because she cares about you. If she didn't care about you, she'd let you sit there like a sneaker. Yeah, but she's annoying. All right. I don't like it when someone tells me what to do either, especially when I know I need to do it. And you but don't annoy I don't her? I do really need to do it. Ah, well, are you annoying to her maybe?
1: No.
0: Oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, are you roommates? What? Are you roommates? What does that mean? Uh, do you sleep in the same room? No. Okay, no! well, at least that. If you slept in the same room, it would be even harder. Yeah. Okay. I think you should love your sister because she loves you and I think you should be very happy. And don't worry. Okay. Thank okay, you. Have, a good, have a good job. Good okay, goodbye. Anyways, I think that that's very common. I tell my kids, I'm the youngest, and I tell them I was that annoying brother. So, yeah. so, so I have a lot of Rahmanasan the, the the younger kids that like are get annoyed or annoying and it's not shy for a younger sibling not to be annoying. It's just not. This is the way it is. But you know what? It's the saddest thing is when someone doesn't have brothers and sisters. Yeah. There's nobody to annoy them and nobody to be annoyed. That's very sad. So be very happy that you have People to annoy you and people to annoy, but uh, that's it, that's that's. You know what? A lot of kids, teenagers specifically, are like going away for the summer and a lot of challenges. A lot of challenges. well, camps to go to, a lot of kids go to learning camps. You know, it's
1: you know, it's it's already, uh, for what well, it's already in. You know, yeah, uh, it's, what? it's three weeks away. Wow, it's so quickly amazing.
0: And you know what? I I, I just. I don't well, think a kid who's not up to a learning camp, and he's not capable, and he needs a little bit of a break. I don't think he should feel guilty if he wants to go to a camp that has sports or has has recreation. Of course, every camp has learning, but you know, a lot of kids are forced into going into these messifte camps, and it's very hard for them.
1: Yeah, but uh, you know, I I think that uh, the camp's trying to do some something. something uh, you yeah. know.
0: I think so. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Anyways. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hello? Hi, how are you? Good. What's on your mind?
1: Um. um thought
0: say hello. Oh, okay. That's a good thing. How's everything? Getting ready for Schwarz? Yeah. So do you stay up all night? Um, basically. Basically? I'm not sure what basically means. So are you like one of those kids that hangs out by the coffee room? No. <laughs> no? I don't know. See, I I have trouble. Sometimes if I stay up all night, then it then by diving I'm snoring through laning. So it's mm. it's it's hard. I don't know. It's it's also, I have to have like a really good chavruta. My robe gives a very, very exciting shir. Rabbi Share gives a very good shir. But I'm also scared to go to camp. You're scared to go to camp. Okay, it, have you been to camp before? No. Okay. So then it's very normal to be nervous because anytime you go to a first first experience, it's normal to be nervous. What are you What are you nervous about? Um. Kids are going to, like, look at me for a day. Well, let me ask you a question. You have friends in yeshiva? Yeah. Okay. Kids like you? Yeah. Okay. It's going to be exactly the same. Because if you... It, it, you nothing's going to be different. The same... Just like kids like you here and you have friends here, you're going to have friends there. You're not becoming okay. a different person. If, it, it, just going to... What you're going to find out is That That you have things about you that people like
1: Okay
0: And so it's going to be A very good experience You're going to find new people And you're going to say Hey I I don't only have friends in my neighborhood I don't only have friends in my yeshiva Even kids that I never met like me Mm -hmm. So that's something to look forward to Okay
1: I think it's normal to uh, no, to be scared from every every something that, something new that you're doing. Is a, but in in a few seconds, I would say you will get a, a friend, and it's remember that the other kids also afraid. That's right, and everybody afraid, and it's it's very become very very normal. And in a minute that you go to the bus, or oh, it's a, and it just become a, a friendly with someone, you know, somebody from the neighborhood, from the school. Yeah, and and they will have a great time. I remember my, my, I remember that, I remember my, my son went to the first time to the sleeping camp, and uh we get the let the letter. You know, it's, it's after two weeks. You know, it used to be that no call, no phone call, right, to the no, parents, phone calls, no phone call. like forget it please pick me uh, no, 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 no. pick <laughs> me up i won't go i don't want to go home and and oh, then no. we come over there i worry you worry it's, it's, it's not even in the room it's playing all over around the cf you know it's love it you love it you know which so, camp are you going to okay you're gonna love it
0: you're gonna love it you're gonna see kids you know don't worry about it and you have a little vacation from you know, some rules and regulations. You won't, like, take a shower as much as you need to. You, 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 mm. you'll, you'll be you'll be good. You'll relax. Mm. All right? Okay. Thank you. Okay. Call me back in September and tell me you had, like, the best time. Uh, okay. okay. Have a, have a good job. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi. You're on the air. Hi. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? What's what's on your mind? Um, um, my my brother just called in, and he said that 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 I'm so annoying. Okay. Yeah. And so I so I told him that I'm not, and I don't know. Okay. So. I'm not I'm sure it's not the first time he told you you were, you were annoying it, it's okay it's okay being annoying is not the end of the world being mean is bad being annoying is kind of like one of those things okay, okay. have a good job bye 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 you know what this whole annoying thing
1: yeah <laughs>
0: I, I, I don't sometimes it's annoying I don't get annoyed I had somebody trying to annoy me. And I said, I don't get annoyed. It's a a chisaron I have. What can I tell you? Yeah. And he he was trying very hard. But... Because the truth is, everything is an experience.
1: You know what? I tell you. I was a very annoyed person. People could... Drive me nuts in a very easy way, you know. <laughs> don't don't choke yourself. <laughs> choke? I can't believe it. <coughs> and still today, I get. I am working on myself. Work on yourself. I work on myself. Very very tough. It's well, not. It's not simple. I was looking
0: yeah. at a box of letters from when I was a kid, and I was reading them, and every letter, that people were talking about how much I argued and every letter was I'm writing you a letter because this way you can't argue back <laughs> so my daughter says you argued? I don't argue at all now and I didn't realize <clears throat> I used to argue but the truth is if I want to argue I can make yes. I can really really get I, I, I can win arguments but I choose not to And like you said, I work on myself. But when I have to argue with somebody, if I have to write an email to somebody, from beginning to end to the last nail, I seal the door. Yeah. (laughs) If I have to, I try not to. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good. What's on your mind? I went to the water park today in school. You went to the water park to school? I think the whole city was a water park in the middle of the day. (laughs) Did you have a good time? Yeah, it was outdoors. Outdoors. Where was it? I don't know. All right. But it was a good day for the water park, I'll tell you that. (laughs) You didn't have to go to the water park. The the, the, the streets were water parks. But at least you had clean water. Started raining the second we left. Okay, see that? Then you, that's that's something to thank Hashem about. All right, thanks for calling. Have we done, Tiff? To... Do too. Thank you. Tip. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? I am Baruch Hashem, fine. How are you? Great, Baruch Hashem. I just have um, a comment, and okay. then if I could just ask a quick question. Yes. Um, I'm 40 years old, and I went to sleepaway camp when I was 12. Okay. And I'm hearing all these kids and children talking about being anxious and being nervous. I felt the same way. Okay. Even when it was visiting day in the middle of the summer when my parents came to visit me and I I wanted
1: to go home with them on the bus so badly and somebody said, really, just stay a couple more days, you'll see, in the end... It's the greatest
0: thing. I had the greatest time. I had so much fun. I'm so glad and you said that. I was so that. happy that I got the
1: little push to stay in the camp and to enjoy it immensely.
0: I love that. I'm so glad that you had a happy ending. I was getting I nervous. I went to
1: camp Shift 8 Israel and it was just unbelievable.
0: Oh man, you're bringing back memories for me. I was in Shift 8 for five years. Probably the year I was there, probably. I was. Uh, yeah, I was, I was assistant head counselor there for a few years but wrong Shif Taisal was definitely the best camp in the mountains there's nothing to talk about and I'll tell you something that you're right but I think it's that way about everything in life if we push ourselves and if it's something that we push ourselves then at the end we'll be happy because sometimes it takes and I'll say this about learning you know sometimes the kid will start learning it's hard and whenever I get a kid that says like I don't like learning. I look at them, I say, you don't even know what you're talking. You don't you haven't even learned yet to be able to say that. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. But yep. It's it's just 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 learn a tosa foot. Get a get enjoyment out of figuring out a tosa foot and understand it and own it, and then tell me you don't like learning, that's impossible. That's like telling me chocolate is bad. <laughs> But anyways, right, right. thank you for calling. Makes sense. Thank you. Thank you. Great comment. Thank you. Anyways, hi, you're on the air. Hello. 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 Hi. Um. Um um today i went i went on a trip to the zoo and i i didn't um a lot of people in my class they didn't like it so much okay and, i'm sorry and for them we have to pay and they didn't give us a no And they gave us a note today and now we have to pay into eight dollars okay but you but i don't think you have to worry about it you, you, are, are you working for your living yeah yeah you work so you have to pay or your mommy has to pay eight dollars my mommy Okay, so you let your mommy worry about it. I'm sure she's happy to pay for your trip. Don't worry about it, Sonic, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, hey, Mom! Mommy's my hair! Right okay. That was a little station identification, a little break from normalcy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but... Um, I'm, I'm sure that these kids will enjoy very much the camp. Oh, for sure. This for kids, you know, they, because... They will be the starlight of the annoying people <laughs> and I'm telling you, I don't know, in Hebrew we have a, a term of called smicha. Yeah. You know what's a smicha? If he, somebody is annoying you, you're basically doing to him a tricks that you uh, stop doing anymore. Oh, he raids. Yeah, oy. so... I, I
0: <laughs> well, well, you know, what? I, was t- I was telling when when I was in yeshiva, yes. we had rules. In a, in a different vein, and something that is important. One of the rules was the, the kitchen help used to work very hard to serve our food. And the person in charge of serving the food did not, she used to be so worried about getting the food out, so she always served it cold. She put it out a half hour before we got down. And you learn the whole morning, come down for lunch, your hot meal of the day, you want it to be hot, cold chicken. Shabbos afternoon. Not 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 to, but she was an Almana and she meant well and we had a rule. Nobody was allowed to say anything to hurt her feelings. And I'll never forget. It was and it was not like it, it wasn't mean enforced rule. It was a it was a Davar Pashur, it was an accepted thing. That this was the mahal khed, the Yeshiva, the older boy, set the tone that we show appreciation and we don't make her feel that. So one guy was a chutzpah yeah? and he, he opened his mouth and he said to her, you know what, just, and he said something not nice. He said, the food's always cold. And three guys walked over, they picked up his chair. That's say didn't say a word. They carried him out of the dining room. Whoa. They put him down they said, you can't sit in the dining room if you talk like that. They, not even everybody noticed what they did. They did it a few minutes later, but they said, this is, you can't, it's not acceptable in I w- this place. I,
1: I want to tell you something. This, this, I, I had the conversation this morning with, uh, with some, pe- some person, and I said, I, I don't understand. We are sometimes so egoistic, so, uh, I know, don't care about nobody. And a point that I, I I I raised, you know, for example, you know what? Ma- the main reason, for example, I know that to go to a hotel <laughs> in 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 Pesach and all this, it's you know it's good for the, some some for the for the wife and for this you don't have to break you know all this stuff. I'm not talking about the seda in the house or even the, but I looked what is really bad on me, for example, is people and sitting over there. And they're waiting the waiters to bring the food and all this stuff. And they don't think this, this waiter, this chef inside the kitchen as a family, as a said, said what, they're not entitled to do this setter? They're not entitled to go. And I know this, their choice, nobody forced them to do this. But again, it's for me, I cannot see it that somebody else missing all the important things, even it's for the money. You know what? I was a waiter in a hotel on Pesach.
0: And you're so right. But we finished serving our course. And then we had a table where we would sit down and we would do, and then we'd have his man we, we would break and we'd go back and do our job. People would come over to us when we were having our, when we were doing our magid, And they think they could ask us or tell us, do this, do this, do this. And that's just, it's just disrespectful. Now, the thing is like this, if you have someone who has any job, no matter what it is, you have to be respectful and you have to care about the person and be, and, and, and not take advantage and some people just, just, just don't get it. I mean, I, I think the worst job that I ever had in my life was being a waiter. I hated being a waiter. And I thought I would like it because I was around food the whole time. Like I figured, like I get like a lot of food, and, and I could eat it all. But I just really hated being a waiter. It was very tough. Were you ever a waiter, Nisim?
1: Uh, and uh, the true note. It I was wa- the in-
0: worst job I ever had in my entire yes. life. I hated
1: it. I tell you, worst. My worst job is was to cleaning dishes. I
0: love cleaning dishes. Yes. I'm gonna tell you a story about cleaning dishes. Uh, and Shiftei Yisrael, one Friday night, the workers walked out. So we're talking about 400 kids, Friday night dishes need to be cleaned. So five o'clock in the morning, I'm a little embarrassed to say, but it was, I, I was one of the head counselors. So I went, I figured, I don't mind doing dishes. I went, I said, I figured I'm gonna go do the dishes. Someone has to do the dishes. I get to the kitchen I hear the water running. So who's there? I walk in. And my Rosh her Rav David Lopian Shlita, is there, and he's just filling up the sink with water. He's just doing dishes. I said, "What's Rebbe doing here?" He goes, "What are you doing here?" I said, "I do dishes." He goes, "Well, that's what I'm doing here." He goes, "He's he's English." He goes, "The Olim has to eat. We need clean dishes. Got it?" So he told me a story from his grandfather, Rav Eliyahu Lopian. He used to have in Kfar Hasidim an almana who had a little son, and she used to, Friday night, do the dishes. One Friday night, her son was sick, and he was home. So she didn't eat in the yeshiva. She ate home with her son, and she came later to do the dishes. When she came, all the dishes were done. And her avaliyah was there finishing the last dish. She was drying the last dish. What? She said, I don't understand. The rosh yeshiva did the dishes. She goes, and he goes, what's the problem? She goes, you're so chashuv. How can you do the dishes? So he said to her, "If I have chashivut for anything at all, it's for my ability to know that I can do dishes."
1: You know, I, I tell you, I remember myself. And when I was young, I stuck in a, in a situation that I didn't have money. So I look look around, you know. Instead of collecting some bottles, you know, I don't right, want to right. say where I've been, you know I've been. But uh then I found a job in uh, in the hotel dishwasher dishwasher in the hotel so. and then Antonio was a lady over there. she was the the the, the, key, the queen of the crew you know for oh. me oh the key. I washed the dishes and she put it back. I washed the dishes and she oh, put yeah. it there you know it's like oh, it's not clean enough, you know, it's you know and I understand the point of view, but you know as as, as a young boy, I was I said you know. And it was before the army time, and I, I said, I, if I have to do in the army dishes, I am going out, out, of, so out, you were out in the of the navy. They didn't <laughs> have you didn't do dishes in no, the navy. No, so I tell you, I, I always make myself excuses to go to another jobs, not to be in a dishwasher, <laughs> you know. But it's it's something that. Uh, Really, you know, until, but today, Baruch Hashem, I don't have problem. I am doing the dishes, doing dishes in the house. You know why? Because when you're in doing your own
0: dishes for your own kids, you can do it. I know,
1: and the shul, I stay Shabbat, we're doing the dishes, I'm doing the dishes. It's not, yeah. it's, it's. it's
0: I, I, when I was in casa Torah, we saved the a lot of money. We made Torah Nut, the Bachrim.
1: We did dishes. Oh. I did the sponja
0: every Friday. Oh, I said, why are you, you touch it? you touched with the I biggest said, point that you know I, I said why do you have to spend thousands of shkalim a year <laughs> every Friday I did the base measures floor and we we cleaned up and you know what why not
1: yeah why not no you know what I just this is, this is, is a big a big argument with with a lot of men, uh, she about, about what kind of education we teach our kids you know I'm telling you if I was working in a few shi'vat with my experience, and I know I saw I saw that, you know, even even some teachers, to said, you do just don't care about you know the cleaning, even throw the paper down. I said, I said, first of all, I think it's big Hilul Hashem. Right. It's big Hilul Hashem. Second, you know, by the 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 saba mikelm. Yeah. You no. Know, it was tohu it was a shift right. and not only this they, they used to buy it during the rosh Hashanah this during the, it off. the it off of, who's cleaning of the what kind of privilege what kind of you know things to to clean a shul you know till today we have the, our shul is almost 18 years we don't have shamash we don't have shamash We don't have nobody that needs. I, are we cleaning? I'm cleaning. You know, I'm just. You know, Your because of
0: Noon was the shamash and so says
1: So what is this? What the problem? What the problem to say? And, and then I we got a reflection from the, the goy. Oh, what kind of you know the filthy uh, boys? And I tell my kids all the time. And, and when they go to the sleepaway camp, if they go into the yeshiv, they, they sleep, you know, in the is in the yeshivot in the kollel, the bat midrash. And I tell this listen, your room has to be neat and clean. Right. I don't want the guy come and say, you know, you this is filthy boys and uh, all the other stuff. I, I always had trouble with that. You know, I, I, this is a big big problem. You right? know, it's, I I am very very upset about it. Yeah. It's, it, anyways, it's it's not so it's not so easy. I, anyways
0: I, I i you know what i think though it's about respect and it's about whatever <inaudible> and you know something even even just person i see all the time person will have a cup of coffee and then, rush and then they'll leave and so i walked over to somebody i said you know what i tried but the coffee didn't move. It won't move on its own. I kept you. Know, I'm, not,
1: I'm not talking about coffee. Talking about Sidur, The take it, the, the 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 sefer. Put it back in yeah. where your location. Where you put it. Why have somebody else has to move it? Put. I think it's it's something it's that just... really a look and what other people care. You know, I'm I'm looking. You know, you're going you're going to many places and you see that people really don't care yeah. about what you're doing. You know. They don't, they don't care, you know, and this is something very upsetting. If you uh, really care about the other person, we would think a tw- uh, hundred times before what we're right. doing. You know, you can get a phone call. Uh, I'm not talking about emergency, really emergency or something. Like this You can get a phone call 12 o'clock at night. Uh, and I had a phone call. Listen to this. Everyone was, uh, uh, this, yes, Mr. Lazari, yes, Mr. Lazari. It was almost 11 o'clock at night. I wanted to, you know, to uh, to come to see something. I, I said, listen. Do you have a family? I asked the person, Do you have a family? What is shayach? What is shaychut? Why does this? I said, What do you mean? You call me eleven o'clock on this, so you don't want the job? I said, No, I don't want the jobs. And just, uh, you know, these people don't think about other things. That you know, unfortunately,
0: unfortunately, you know, this is something
1: that's really. So you know what? The MS
0: is that it's a mitzvah to nicely tell the person
1: that this is not appropriate. Uh, the problem with me is that I, when I get annoying, I'm not so pleasant, you know. Uh, I, mean, I can I can so, be a little bit rude. So I can be also sometimes. Uh, I, but, can, uh, uh, <laughs> I think that's normal,
0: but uh, but you know what? It the person that doesn't get it, it's a mitzvah to tell them, because you know. Sometimes the person just like, they have to know that, 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 for, for example, so there, there's somebody, the Davins, this is one of my biggest, biggest annoyances, some of the Davins from S-ray out loud, <laughs> everybody's blah, 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 blah. and I have to say, baruch to their lahash,
1: <laughs> <laughs> it drives me crazy, but you know, it's, I and, know. And, and you know what they said, is miktanet emuna. Really? It's, yeah, this this is shulchan arusah. It's a, mikt- a mitpallel tefilato be 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 kol cool? Meaning like you know, you don't you don't trust the kadosh to listen to right. you. Look, many times, many times, some people has a problem with the earring. That's right. times you know. So I can understand it.
0: But we're not. We're talking but about like a guy, that, and, and you know that he's listening to himself, but he wants to hear himself. But so so annoying, <laughs> it drives me crazy. But these are the types of things that, and so I feel I I walked walked over to a person. And I said, "Please forgive me. I don't want to be rude. But I need to tell you, because I don't think you would want to. But you really stared, Meshmanesri. You really made it so hard for me to concentrate, because so and, you know and a guy a guy said, you know, thank you so much for telling me, because you know." He said, I didn't realize people could hear. I looked at him like he was from Mars. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, okay, no, At least you're, you, uh, you know. You, you, you know got to tell them. You know, sometimes, you look for example, you're standing in Shmona uh, and, uh, and they just, you know, according to again, you're not allowed to cross. The, the, right, right. People in front, do it all you know, the time. All the time. crazy. You walk three I,
0: steps in front of you,
1: almost knock you over. Yes. And uh, it's uh, something that, uh, you know, we, we have to be careful about our act. I try,
0: Hello? if I start even a little later, I try and make sure that I'm not in front of anybody. Yeah. Because I don't want to put them in a position. Yeah. But uh, I, you know what? I think that people need to tell people these things. In a nice way, not an angry way. Inform them. Inform them. I think that it's important. Other thing is like, you know, it's not a very popular thing, but even if someone... <laughs> If someone needs to learn these things, you need to tell them, like someone that doesn't take showers. I'm so sorry. It's, <laughs> someone has to tell them politely, please, you know, it's, it's not to yell at them, but if, so, if if the fact is, nobody ever told them, so how are they supposed to know?
1: It's, uh, you know, this is again, It's it become to the Hilu Hashem and stuff like this, but okay, uh, what you can do? you know Rabbi uh time flies, time flies when having yes. fun okay well, I want to so wish we...
0: everybody I have a wonderful Shabbat and Shavuot it's a three day holiday Well, wow. three days straight with my kids I'm very happy this is the best for me I, yes. I used
1: to are you you're going uh, all night you... I, I, I don't know I'll try I'll okay. try
0: I, I don't I don't say I will and if my a lot of times my wife likes me home so it's
1: fine. That's fine. Excuses. <laughs> you know what? Okay. You yeah, know, just. You know, you know yeah. what? You know. If she's
0: ready to take that, yeah. it, I'm ready
1: to give it to her. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good Have a good
0: day.